0: Hey everyone, welcome to Insights with Alicia. Every week we gather to learn and connect and I often say things and people want to know more about it. They like the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things that I have experienced that have transformed my life and I love being able to share these insights to help everyone, not just my clients. We talk about relationships, our behavior, so many life skills that will literally change your life and tools and ideas to support all those changes. And once in a while, when they deem us worthy, we talk about the animals also. For those of you who don't know, I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Healing. I'm an intuitive life coach, animal consultant, and communicator, psychic medium, and intuitive mentor, and I am super lucky because I get to provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. Uh, One of the main reasons that I love doing Insights with Alicia is because it gives you a place to start creating something new in your life for free. I get to shine a light on things and show a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then, if you choose to continue to grow and work down your path and you want to work with me individually, you get to do that also. And as always, new episodes of Insights are available on Mondays. Uh, episodes are on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer and on all of the podcast platforms as Insights with Alicia, as well as for my readers out there. You know, I love you uh, to be available on a, as a blog post on Wednesday uh, on my website. Who knew healing? New with a K. Okay, I gotta take a drink already. As you can probably hear, my voice is just ridiculous today. It, it's allergies. It sounds horrible, and there's not a lot I can do about it. And I'll probably be coughing through this as well. Okay, so it's gonna sound great for my podcast listeners out there. What are we gonna talk about today? So recently, once again, it's not the first time I've been told this. Um, I was told that I needed to nourish my human side. Now, what does that even mean? I needed to ask myself the same question because over our lifetime, the answer changes. And I haven't asked myself that question in a long time. So for me, it involves self-care, which we all know I am super, super great at, not, um, and playing. Now y'all might be thinking, I'm an adult. What does playing even look like? And the second thought might be, I don't have time for that. I know, I get it. I don't even have kids and I have that thought. Those of you that have children, you have way less time available to you than I do. And I'm like, I don't have time. I don't want to. I get it. Somehow, viewing nourishing my human side as playing makes it feel less like work for me. It's like a little switch of the mindset, right? Less like, oh, there's one more thing I need to do. Anyone else out there have that where self-care, taking care of ourselves, feels like another job, feels like another thing on the to-do list? We're working on changing that. So thinking of it as playing makes it lighter for me and more fun. Now, fundamentally, I know why playing and nourishing our human side is good for us. And I still wanted to do a little research on why and how it's important to our lives. When we hear the word play, right, it often conjures up images of carefree children running around in parks, building sandcastles. Oh, be at the beach right now. Wouldn't that be great? The water. I mean, Arizona has a lot of it's like a beach without the ocean. We just have endless beach it's called the desert, which I love. But I'm also over the heat. It's going to be 111 today. It's September. Like, come on. Um, OK, I've digressed. <laughs> so right. Building sandcastles and having imaginary adventures, right, playing tag and Uh, All those fun things we used to do. And the truth is, is as adults, we often find ourselves caught up in the demands of daily life, right? Work, responsibilities, bills, family, kids, commitments, all your kids' activities, which is like a whole other job. So it's really easy to forget the joy and the freedom of play that we cherished as kids, right? We never even used to be like, oh, I'm going to go play. Generation X, we always played outside. Um, I was in the woods can't really do that right now. It's, you know, here can hiking and that sort of thing. But I loved playing in the woods as a kid, climbing trees and in the water and right nature, my thing, of course. Um, and the truth is, is that play is not limited to childhood. It really is a vital aspect of our lives that can benefit us as adults just as much. So I invite you to let go of your worries, responsibilities, and play again, right? So what are the benefits of play for adults? stress relief. Who doesn't need stress relief? Because as we were just saying, the responsibilities and pressures of adult life, adulting, adulting can be hard um, and it can be overwhelming. When we engage in playful activities, our brains release endorphins, which are natural mood elevators. We love those. Um, And it helps reduce stress and anxiety. I'd love that. You can enhance your creativity right? So playing stimulates our imagination and encourages creative thinking. When we allow ourselves to play, we break from the rigid thought patterns and discover new solutions to problems, right? It's one of those things we talk about so much when you're working on something, go take a break, go do something else, even though we don't deem it as playing, but it's like, take a break because it does something different in your brain and come back and they can see new solutions. And the truth is, this is for my left brainers out there, creativity isn't limited to artistic endeavors. It also applies to finding innovative solutions in our work and personal lives. Because our left brains, right? Okay, what can it also do? Improve your relationships. Always one of the things we want to have, right? Who doesn't want better relationships? Play is a fantastic way to connect with others, uh, with friends, loved ones. It can deepen your relationships, create more trust create lasting memories, sharing laughter and joy with others is a very, very powerful bonding experience, right? That's one of the best things when you get together with your friends or your family and you're like, oh, remember that one time and everybody laughs and that is just the best feeling in the whole world. All right. It also helps with our physical health, right? Play can often involve a physical activity, which is essential for good health, whether it's dancing, playing a sport, or simply running around the park. Uh, Oh, it's funny. What just popped in my head is for all my friends, fans out there. Remember when Phoebe and um, Rachel were going to go run in the park, right? They were going to go jogging and um, Rachel was all serious and Phoebe's just running around like a six year old, right? Her arms are all flailing and running as fast as she can. She's just having a great time. Everyone looked at her like she was a weirdo, but then Rachel got in on it too. And she was like, it's way more fun. So got to remember when we're playing, we don't have to be serious we're so serious as adults. I'm as guilty. Even when I go take a dance class, I, it is a constant challenge for me to be like, you're here for fun. You're here for fun because I want to get it right. I want to get it perfect. Even though it could be my first time I, and I'm nervous and I'm worried like, Oh, I'm going to mess up because it's usually partner dancing. I'm going to mess up for my partner and all of you know, my stuff comes up in those. It's a great classroom. It really, really is to continue your personal growth journey. Um, and and I have to remind, I'm here for fun. I'm here for fun um, because I do like to do things uh, to the best of my ability. I have, I am competitive very much with myself, competitive with my friends also. Um, but there's, I have this competitive with myself that is one of the things I work on. And uh, so yes, we get to remember we're here for fun. Um. right? So physical play, it, invo- it can improve our cardiovascular health, weight management, enhance flexibility, always good, um, and boost your energy level. The other part of it, right? We talked about physical. So now we have the mental health, the mental agility. So many games, playful activities can challenge our cognitive abilities, puzzles, strategy games, brain teasing, riddles. Um, that stuff can keep our minds agile, reduce the risk of cognitive decline as we age. So, oh, I bit my tongue. That's so funny. Um, those are the kind of games that I have on my phone, right? They're like I'm currently playing this one that has like these little kind of like test tubes, and they have all these different color blocks and you've got to move them all around and that sort of thing. Um now, I will fully admit here that I play them for too long. <laughs> like I am on my phone, TV's in the background, right? It's nighttime. That does not serve me, so it's all about balance, finding the things that fill you up and don't do them to the point that they actually drain you also All right, the other part <coughs> I told you there's gonna be a cough work like balance, right? We often forget to strike a balance between work and play, as you can see from all the stories I've told today, super guilty of this uh especially when you have your own business, you work from home, right? It's very, it's one of the things that entrepreneurs self um, self self-employment, it's, it's one of the challenges that we experience and one of the things that we work on and we have to set boundaries for ourselves because it's very easy to just work all day because your desk is right here. There's all, when you're running your own business, there's always something to do. Always, always, always. And It'd be like, oh well, it's really easy. I, you know, I'm not really doing anything else right now. I can go work for a few more hours. You know, then you're up till midnight on the computer, and so it's one of those things that work-life balance really, really is important. And I know we hear that everywhere. I know everybody says that, and I'm just going to get on the bandwagon and say it again because it's super, super important. Um, and the thing is, is it's it's all about disconnecting from the demands of work, allowing us to recharge and refresh. It's really important. Okay. So now that we know all of the benefits of play and how important it is and how good for us it is, what do we do with that? How do we bring play into adulting? Okay. One of the things, rediscover your hobbies. Think back to the things you like to do as a kid and consider revisiting them. Painting, playing a musical instrument. I know we all had to learn how to play the recorder. I would bet that maybe 1% of us has one of those still laying around, maybe in the basement. (laughs) Hot cross buns, anyone? Um, Building model airplanes. So reconnecting with old hobbies can be a source of joy. Legos, just don't leave them on the floor because then you step on them. I know that's like a parent's nightmare. Uh, The other thing is trying new things. As I was talking about, like dance classes, right? Don't be afraid to explore new interests and activities. Gardening, learn a new sport. Uh, stepping out of your comfort zone can really be incredibly rewarding and gets you out of your brain even if you have to remind yourself that you're doing it for fun <laughs> it's all a, it's all a practice it's all a journey everyone uh one of the things, board games and puzzles right board games card games and puzzles are excellent ways to engage in playful activities with friends and family they promote friendly competition we'll leave the Judgment of friendly up to you guys, in case you've ever played games with your siblings, Um, teamwork and lots of laughter. It was funny. There's a Facebook group I'm in and someone suggested a a game night, a a card night the other night. And um, I'm from Michigan originally. Right. I'm in Arizona now. And one of the people was like, do you guys play Euchre? And all of the Michiganders, because Euchre is a card game that is specific to the Midwest and more particular, like Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, but super, super uh, Michigan game. And all the Michiganders were like, it was super funny. Um, They didn't play Euchre. It hasn't happened yet, but there was definitely interest because Euchre is just a fun game to play. And uh, now I'm thinking of when my family plays it and how my dad used to cheat and my uncle and aunt and mom would get mad. <laughs> so uh, just one of those. See, as I said, when you get together, you remember those fond memories of when we used to play together. Uh, okay. The other part, exercise for fun. What? Who does that? So instead of hitting the gym solely for fitness and that mindset of like, oh, I gotta do this many reps and it's leg day and choose physical activities that you genuinely enjoy dancing, hiking, playing basketball, right? The truth is, and we all know this, making exercise fun can make it a regular part of your routine. It is so much easier when you're doing something you like to keep it up. Because if you're like, oh, I gotta go to the gym. Oh, I gotta get on the treadmill. And I get it, I have the same thoughts. But if there's something that's physical and you're like, oh, I love doing that, right? Like dance class, you're gonna do it more. Things we like to do, we will do more. And we don't always think of that it can be fun that way, right? It's like, oh, I have to exercise. Well, let's pick something we actually want to do. Still counts as exercise. One of the other things we get to do is be mindful through play. So engaging in mindful activities like coloring, knitting, gardening, these activities can be meditative and help you stay in the present moment. It's one of those calming ones. If you have animals, right? If you have pets, play with your babies, Because they can always bring out a playful side and provide companionship and stress relief. Take your dog for a walk, play with your cat, Um, you know, cats are like, what are you doing? And then because they're always into something, always, you're like, I don't, I don't even understand. There's been so many memes on Facebook lately that are just cracking me up because they're a thousand percent true of if you're a cat owner and you hear random noises in your house or random crashes, especially in the middle of the night, you're like, "Eh, it's the cat. Because that's what they do. Could be a burglar, but we don't ever think they were like, it's the cat. It's the cat just doing something dorky. I'll find it in the morning. <laughs> so pets can be fun. Uh, the other thing, digital detox. I know you all just went into panic mode there. It's okay. felt well, All your chest go, <gasps> it's good for us. It's good for us. So reducing screen time, except for watching my YouTube videos, because we want to make sure that you do that. So, you fit that into your one hour screen time a day. <laughs> I'm teasing a little bit um, so right, reducing screen time and engaging in real world activities uh can free up time and allow you to have more meaningful and interactive play, and it's just really, really good for your body. Joining a club or group, and if you're not a group person, I get it. It's okay. If you are a group person, those are usually the more of the extroverts versus those introverts. This is great. Find one that aligns with your interests. There might even be an introvert group out there. We all just sit around and be quiet and read our books. (laughs) So whether it's a book club, hiking group, I'm just having that visual in my head. It's very funny. I would totally go to something like that. Um, Community theater organizations can provide opportunities for social play. Playing with your children, right? If you have kids, play with them. They bring out the playful side of us and it's that place where we don't have to worry about looking goofy and or being serious because we're playing with our kids, right? In society, it gives you a quote-unquote excuse to behave that way because as adults, we think we have to have reasons in order to play. Uh, improv, acting classes, right? These activities absolutely encourage spontaneity. Creativity can boost your confidence. Um, I've often thought about like, oh, what if I took an improv class? Because I, part of my sense of humor is that um, in the moment I say things like things just come out of my mouth and people laugh, but I don't know if I could do it like on cue because it's a very organic thing. <laughs> so, but I've often wondered, um, I haven't gotten that far yet. We'll, we'll see what happens in the future. The other thing we want to do is make sure we're going to schedule playtime, just like you schedule work meetings, appointments, you get to have time in your calendar, just like, you know, a date night with your spouse. We all know you got to, Schedule those because otherwise they don't happen because it's the same thing. Oh, we have to be serious. Oh, we have to take care of all these other stuff. So treat playtime for yourself, play date with yourself as a non negotiable commitment. Okay. And the truth is, right, we live in a world that prioritizes productivity, seriousness, and we get to remember that it's crucial. Playtime is not just for children. This can bring us stress relief. and has creativity, relationships, all the things we just talked about. So go play that game. Pick up the paintbrush. Dance like no one's watching. It's what I do around my house most of the time. Um, your inner child will thank you. You'll be happier. You'll be healthier. And you have a more balanced adult life. Adulting might be a little easier. And we never know what it's going to create for us. Because it opens so many other things. Playtime is not just for kids. What is that? Trix is not just for kids. Or tricks is for kids. Play is for adults. None of that works. Just ignore all that part. <laughs> Strike that from the record. <laughs> okay, kids, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the class on how to play, LOL, because obviously as adults, we forget not only how to do this, but that it's even an option for us. Okay, everyone, have a fabulous week. If this was a contribution to you, then please subscribe, like, share, do all the things. that gets this info to more people. And for my readers out there, like I said, it'll be posted as a blog on Wednesday. Um, who knew healing New with a K? If this brought things up for you and you want some support, reach out, book a session. Let's see what your blocks are to playing as an adult and why you think you can't. All right. Thank you to everyone who donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things like this that I can give to people. Anyone feels led to do so, the links are in the description, multiple options. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I do want to mention I have started a new event. Um, it's going to be Thursday, September 21st, this month, uh, from 7 to 8 p.m., Mountain Standard Time. So that's uh, basically Pacific Time, for those of you. And it's going to be by Zoom. And it's a pet loss Grief support group. And um, because one of the things I right, We know I have a whole animal side to who knew healing, and one of the most treasured things that I get to do is help pet parents uh, when their animal is transitioning and making those decisions. and it's so dear to my heart. And after the transition happens of their animal, we have the grief process. It's no different than when a human passes. And I wanted to continue to support my pet parents through that process. And so I started this group and it's a place where you can connect, you can share and get support about what stage you're going through. And it doesn't matter whether the pet loss is recent or it was a long time ago. um, Everyone is welcome because grief is a journey. And it's a place where you know, we also get to talk about the, as much as the, the sadness and whatever phase we're in, it's a place where we get to share memories also, because there's so much, there are, you know, the majority of people on this planet aren't even able to function with their own emotions, let alone be able to sit and be in the space when other people are having them, right? Like if you're sad, people try and move you out of sadness. And that doesn't help us in processing this grief and being able to tell these stories and talk about our pets is part of that process. Right. It's, it's, and the same thing happens with people. It's like once someone dies, then it's like, Oh, you're not supposed to talk about them anymore because everybody gets all weird. And it's like, no, we want to share those stories. We want to talk about the fun stuff. And, and because that is so, it was part of our life. That person, that animal was part of our life. It contributed to who we are today. And it's super, super important. So regardless of whatever stage of grief you're in or out of grief and you want to share stories, um, like I said, it's all about support and connection. So please, please, please join us. And if it's not for you, if this isn't a place that you're at right now, tell other people um, because pet loss grief is really, really significant. And in this society, there are so many places where people are like, oh, it's just a cat. Oh, it's just a dog. Oh, it's just your fish. There's no just. These are our family members. They're important to us. There is no, oh, you should be over that by now. So that's what this group is for. Please, please, please join me and please share and tell other people about it. Okay, everyone, that is it. Have a great week. um, And I will talk to you later. Bye.